Welcome to the Noon at Northside podcast with your host, Pastor Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Gosh, it feels like it has been a long time since we have been together, since we've had an episode. Um, And before we get started, I just want to talk about, you know, last month we were talking about the topic of trauma and our guest speaker was going to come and talk about trauma in foster kids um, as a foster parent and someone who works with foster kids. Unfortunately, last month, our guest speaker was not able to join us, which is so sad. Um, But the good news is she is going to come back and revisit this topic on our next month's topic. We're going to skip the month of December because of the holidays. And we're going to come back in the month of January where we're going to recover some of this topic of trauma and healing. And our guest speaker from last month is going to join us again, which I'm super excited about. So you're going to want to stay tuned in the month of January while uh, we get our guest speaker to come back. But for this month, um, I'm really excited about we're going to be talking about this topic of forgiveness as healing, which I chose specifically because last month we talked about trauma. Next month, we're going to talk about trauma and when we know we know a lot about forgiveness in the church, we talk about it a lot. But a lot of times we don't talk about the topic of forgiveness in the context of healing, whether that's spiritual healing, emotional healing, or physical healing. Yes, we talk about it with spiritual healing, but we neglect the mental, emotional, physical sides because a lot of times we have a division and our understanding of what forgiveness is. So this month, we're going to talk about what forgiveness is, how it helps us, how it helps us heal, and what's the best way of approaching this topic. So when we talk about forgiveness, the obvious of this topic is forgiving forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, and how God forgives us as well. In the church, we talk a lot about forgiving others and so God will forgive us or God has forgiven us so we need to forgive others and there becomes this correlation between what we're supposed to forgive who we're supposed to forgive and why we're supposed to forgive them and when we talk about this topic of healing from the physical, mental side of it, like when we were coming off of trauma. Not everyone immediately thinks about forgiveness as a form of healing because we tend to get our wires crossed about forgiveness. What I mean by that is so many people, although we're called to forgiveness, although we're called as disciples of God to forgive other people, we don't always do it. We get really strung up on forgiveness because we think in order to forgive someone, we have to forget what happened to us, forget what they did, that we have to just let it go, accept what they did to us, accept that they did it to us, and just move on from it as if it has no effect on our lives. And that is not true. Forgiveness is not the same thing as forgetting. Forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same thing. What I mean by that is forgiveness 
in the context of healing is about you. It is not about the other person, the person who wronged you, who offended you, who did something to you. And we always get tripped up because we assume forgiveness requires the other person in some way. But forgiveness is about you letting go of the anger and the bitterness and the thoughts of revenge that are holding us back. When it comes to forgiveness, it's not about fixing the relationship with the other person. It's not about, you know, commending what they did or forgetting what they did. It's simply about acknowledging that it happened, acknowledging that it is now an experience you have gone through, an experience that, you know, speaks into who you are as a person, who affects your perception of the world now and saying, I'm giving it over to God. A lot of times the reason we hold on to things and we refuse to forgive others uh, for what they've done to us is because we think that if we hold on to it enough, if we have a firm grasp of it, if we keep that forgiveness to ourselves that we're in some way controlling the situation. As if the longer I hold on to it, the more control I have over the situation, over what has happened to me, control over my identity and who I am in this situation and how what they have done to me has affected me. But the truth is the longer we hold on to those grudges, to that anger and bitterness, the more it starts to control us. And that's where we get this idea of healing from is the idea of forgiveness is about letting it go so that it is no longer controlling us. The longer we hold in emotions like anger, bitterness, revenge, frustration, a lack of trust, fear, the more those bring chaos to our daily lives, the more they shift our perceptions away from ones of love and compassion, the ones that we're called to by God. The more we hold on to those negative emotions and think that we're controlling them, the more they are changing us and not in a good way. Forgiveness is about growing in our mature faith by saying we're not going to let the negative emotions that are an obvious reaction to what has happened to us but we're not going to hold on to them and let them control us. That we're going to actually give them over to God so that we might move on from them, so that we might heal, so that we might find love and compassion, kindness and faith through those experiences. One thing about forgiveness is, like I mentioned, it's not the same as forgetting. The things that have happened to us have happened to us. They change who we are. They become experiences that greatly impact what we do, what we say, and how we think. And we can't undo those no matter how much we'd want to. Whether they're good experiences or bad experiences, they affect us. They affect our perceptions of who we are, who other people are, and of the world. And we cannot change those. We have to 
use them. We can't go back and undo those experiences. We have to shape them. To use what has happened to us as a stepping stool to something better. As a tool to help us overcome obstacles. Because the longer we hold on to them, the more that they eat away at us, the more they become an obstacle in our way, instead of a tool to get around future obstacles. I use this, you know, from my own personal experiences. I think back to things that have happened to me that when I think about them, looking back on them now, I can see how they've, for the better, affected my life. In the moment, the things that have happened to me were the worst things ever. They broke me. And in the moment, I couldn't see a way out of it. And I definitely couldn't see how forgiving the people who did things to me would change anything. But eventually, you know, through the process of forgiveness, I learned that it's not about them. It's not about forgiving them to make them feel better. It's not about accepting what they did to me. It's about saying, I am no longer going to let what you did to me change me. I'm not going to let it limit what I can do. I'm not going to let it affect how I move forward. I'm not going to let it bring about the pain any longer. It's about making the decision to not let those things, like I mentioned, limit us, label us, or make us believe something that isn't true. Forgiveness is about depth. It's about going deeper into what's happened to us. And the same is true about love, which is what comes through forgiveness, which is what we're called to. Love is about depth. It requires roots to grow. And when we hold on to the pain and the anger instead of forgiveness, it stops that growth. It no longer allows the roots to grow down, to go to deep depths where things can grow and become what they need to become. It allows love to only become a surface level thing. And when love is only a surface level thing, in our lives, we have no room for real trust to happen. We have no room for compassion, kindness, or empathy. When love is surface level, it's fake, to be honest. And the longer we hold on to grudges, the more our emotions like love and compassion become fake. And this is about the forgiveness of everything, not just for forgiveness of other people, but for the forgiveness of ourselves for when we've made a mistake. You've ever imagined yourself when you make a mistake and you hold on to it, 
I've done that before where mistakes from my past have become something that quite often I think about how I don't think I could be a better version of myself because I made the mistake once before. But that's not forgiving myself for the mistakes. It's not moving forward from that mistake. It's not learning from it. It's about getting stopped by it. And forgiveness is about making that decision. The decision to put the past in God's hands so that we can focus on the future. So that God, who works in the unseen moments, can take our past and use them in ways we couldn't even imagine. Because the longer we're focused on the negative, the more God doesn't use them in our lives. Not that he can't use them, but God works in the unseen. God works in the in-betweens. God works in, I'm not, it sounds cheesy, but in mysterious ways. Because when we're not focused on something, in the background, it's changing, it's adapting, it's making us better. But when our eyes are on something, we can't see how it is going to, to become. It's kind of like watching water boil. Have you ever heard that saying? Like a watched pot never boils? Because the longer you stare at, you stare at it, the more you think this is never going to happen. Because it takes time for water to boil. It's a process that the longer you stare out doesn't quite seem like it's happening. But when you take yourself out of the situation, when you stop focusing on it so much, all of a sudden you turn around and there it is, boiling water. Forgiveness works in the same ways. Forgiveness is a process of healing. It's not an instant fix. It's not a simple task. It's difficult. It's hard. It's something that requires a lengthy amount of time because it's a process of healing. And the longer you stare at what needs to be healed, the more you start thinking it will never be healed because you're focused on it. You're holding on to what it used to be instead of what it can be. There is an undeniable connection between what we believe about faith and forgiveness and how we are able to use it. As Christians, we are utterly convinced that God forgives us of our sins. We know that he sent his son to forgive us and that if we ask God to forgive us, he will. If we're committed to God, there is nothing he can't forgive. And when we take that belief in that vertical forgiveness, it changes how we extend it horizontally. Because in what world can we say we are undeniably committed to a vertical forgiveness and say, but we're not committed to a horizontal forgiveness? Because the Bible clearly tells us in multiple different places that if we 
forgive others, then God will forgive us. Even in Matthew, when Jesus teaches us how to pray in the Lord's Prayer, it says, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Or if your translation says, forgive us our trespasses as we also have forgiven those who trespass against us. They're together. One works while the other one works. And we can't claim to believe in this vertical forgiveness if we're unwilling to accept that horizontal forgiveness is just as important. That is, it is just as important. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Because the forgiveness of others and the forgiveness of ourselves is a part of our roots that help us build up the vertical relationship we have with God. And if as Christians, we're going to be healed of our brokenness, if we're going to be forgiven of our sins, if we're going to be committed to having a relationship with God, we also have to be committed to the process of having a relationship below here on earth. Not that it is a requirement to build the relationships with other people, especially those who have hurt us, because it's not about, like I've mentioned before, it's not about having a good relationship with us. It's about being willing to have it. Because reconciliation requires two people. It requires you and the other person working together to bring reconciliation. But forgiveness, that's on you. That is your responsibility to have in having better relationships. Because if it stops with you, it has nowhere else to go. If you're able to forgive, then that is a step closer to a better relationship with other people. Whether they reciprocate or not, you have to be willing to take the step towards the better relationships here on earth. The thing that I was reading, that's pretty cool, and the reason I wanted to talk about this topic in conjunction with the topic of trauma is that without realizing it, the power of forgiveness has physical effects ones that we probably didn't realize. When horrible things happen to us, the things that we're supposed to forgive people about, they affect us mentally, emotionally, even physically sometimes. And sometimes we get caught up on the idea of what good is forgiving that person if it isn't going to heal my physical wounds or my mental trauma? But the truth is, the pow- there is power in forgiveness that we can't see at first. Forgiveness has the ability to heal our brokenness. I was reading an article from the Mayo Clinic the other, uh, just recently, and I know that sounds a little weird, like I do that for fun, but no, I looked it up on purpose. 
And it was an article about the power of forgiveness from a medical standpoint. Now, this whole article, no, it didn't talk about our relationship with Jesus, although we know that that is a vital part of going beyond what this article, what this medical article could do. But this Mayo Clinic article talked about how the ability for forgiveness to heal us, it affects our spirit and it affects our mind. And when something positive affects our mind, it has positive ramifications for us physically. That's why mental health is such a big deal, because when we when something affects our brain, it also affects our body. And when it comes to trauma, those two things are very interconnected. The things that traumatize our mind traumatize our body. And the things that traumatize our body traumatize our mind. And forgiveness is one of the ways we can begin the process of, heal, of healing our minds that can actually help heal our bodies. And the reason I want to say this is because there is actual evidence that the power of forgiveness can lessen the symptoms of anxiety and stress in a person. It can reduce depression. It even lowers our blood pressure. It improves our immune system and our heart health, which means it can improve our cardiovascular system, which is a huge cause of a lot of physical issues in people. When our heart beats too fast, when our heart stops working, it can damage a lot of things in the body. But the power of forgiveness, just by forgiving people, just the simple thought of letting it go, has the ability to heal our heart, our physical heart. It has the ability to physically heal our body. Now, no, it doesn't fix everything. It doesn't fix the damaged emotions, and it doesn't fix every physical thing about us, but it gives us the strength to change. It gives us the strength to keep going through the process of healing, because healing takes time, whether it's spiritual healing, emotional healing, or physical healing. It takes time. And when we hold on to those negative emotions, we're refusing to let time work because we're looking for an instant fix and it's not going to happen. Forgiveness allows us to be accepting of the fact that things take time. It gives us the ability to look forward to the future, to look forward to that process of healing. And it can do wonders for our spirit, our mind, and our body. Forgiveness has the ability to bring us peace, peace of mind, so that we can heal and move forward. Now, when it comes to bridging the gap in the church, this is what I want to say about the gap between generations, the gap between people. 
forgiveness bridges gaps because pain and anger and frustration and fear, these are all things that distance us from people. They distance us from God and they distance us from our family. They distance us from our friends. They distance us. And the longer we hold on to those, the more it separates us from everything and everyone. But when we are open to what forgiveness is, what it means, we can start to bridge that gap. Because we're not forgetting what's happened. We're not accepting what happened and accepting that they are capable of doing whatever they are they did. And we're not saying we agree with what happened. Forgiveness is simply about saying, I accept that it is a part of my experiences now, and I am giving it over to God to work with, and I am moving forward towards a life of love instead of hate. There are a lot of Bible passages that helps us, you know, with this topic of forgiveness. I mean, there's so many, some of them like Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, or Colossians 1, 13 through 14. But the one I want us to focus on today as we close this episode is actually Proverbs 17, 9. Proverbs 17, 9 says, Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. I want us to remember that when we're talking about or we're thinking about the process of or, or just the, the effects of trauma, whether that's trauma in ourselves or the trauma in other people that we are working with. I want us to realize that the longer we hold on to these things, the longer they hold on to these things, the more it separates us. So if you want to draw closer to someone, if you want someone to draw closer to you, if you want to draw closer to God, it requires love and it requires forgiveness. Well, that's all I have for us today. I hope something that I said, you know, inspires you to look more into what forgiveness is, look more into you know, what forgiveness can do. A great resource I have for this um, is a book that I read and I'm probably going to read again soon. It's called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Um, her, the author's name is Lisa Turkhurst. I'm thinking that's how you pronounce her last name. Um, but her, this book, Forgiving What You Can't Forget, is a great resource if you want to read more into this topic of forgiveness. It's a lot of what I said today is coming out of what I got from this book, as well as what I've gotten from biblical passages. passages. So I encourage you to take a look at that resource and take a look at some other resources, because this is this is one of those topics that is big. It require it's about healing. And the only way to bridge gaps between people in the church now is to begin the process of healing. 
And a lot of that, if not all of it, starts with forgiveness. All right, we'll check in back here in two weeks with a guest speaker. Um, One of our pastors here at Northside is going to be talking about forgiveness as well. Um, They're going to be bringing about some more biblical passages and pastoral connections to forgiveness. So I'm really excited about that. I hope you guys are too. I will see you guys back here in two weeks. And until then, have a good day.